Hello, this is Jill Whitmore-Welsh. I'm the Clinical Lead and Director of Modern Pain Care UK, which is a company based in West Berkshire, providing services in London and the south of England to people who've had uh, various levels of trauma and uh, exhibiting pain after injury and an inability to move. So the reason for me to be producing these recordings is because I'm aware that many people after an injury have limitations in their ability to be able to move and use their limb and that sometimes people go on to develop something called complex regional pain syndrome. So CRPS, complex regional pain syndrome, is really a relatively rare problem. Unfortunately, people who have symptoms um, at about a year after they have an accident um, often have problems with clearing the symptoms that they have. The earlier you begin to start to detect that there is a possibility that you may be going down the route of developing CRPS, and the quicker you begin to start to take action, um, the better your chances are that you're going to be one of the percentage of people um, who get it, CPRS, but who will recover within 6 to 24 months. So let's think of this a little bit like diabetes or something similar. If you have uh, a problem with your health and you go to the doctor and you have a blood test and it shows that you've got diabetes, then you know that you can make shifts and changes, hopefully if it's being caught in the early stages, you can make shifts and changes that mean that you can make adaptations to your diet and your lifestyle and you can probably live alongside this and manage it quite well. Now, CRPS is a strange thing because um, there isn't really a diagnostic test like a blood test that you can have um, that's going to show if you're on this path. But certainly in the early stages, you can be beginning to start to present with some um, potential signs and symptoms that things are not going very well. And if you haven't already listened to the previous podcast that I put together, which includes details of the Budapest criteria, then I suggest you have a listen to that. Now, CRPS is actually diagnosed by ticking boxes. If you have a set of um, signs and symptoms, and a certain number of these signs and symptoms, we can say that you've got CRPS. But what about in the early days? What about when you've recently had an accident and you're discharged from hospital and you're sitting at home and things don't seem to be quite going right? Well, when you first got early signs and symptoms, or let's say you've got a child, let's say your son or your daughter has had an injury and, um, and they just don't seem to be recovering the way that you think that they should be. Well, what's important as a parent is that you begin to start to watch out for what I call warning signs. So it's very difficult for children. Um, as a parent of two children, I know that, you know, over the years my kids have had injuries and when my son was little, 
um, he broke his leg. In fact, he didn't break his leg. I fell on him going downstairs. I had a huge fall and broke his leg. And it was a dreadful thing to happen. And I didn't realize it had happened. And I'd broken some ribs and he'd broken his leg. But because I was calm and happy, he didn't get upset. Um, when we arrived down at the hospital and they did an x-ray, they could show it was it was broken and he went into plaster. Um, and after he had the plaster taken off, he was uh, back swimming. He was only about less than 18 months old. Um, I can't remember which limb he broke, and I don't think he can either, and he made a very good recovery. But he didn't seem to be in pain with this broken leg. It was very difficult for us to know what was going on. Um, and it was literally, you know, within hours of us having this terrible trauma, uh, which could have been so much worse, um, that he was at hospital and so was I. But what I'm saying is that if you have a child who has um, problems of pain and injury, it's very difficult because as a parent it might be, it might be that you, you don't really know um, what to do. You don't know what to expect. Your child is in pain. Um, and of course, as a, as a child, your child would look to you for support and guidance. And if something doesn't seem to be going quite right um, and you don't really know what to do, um, it can be that you get very upset and very sort of fearful and traumatized. And in that kind of situation, it can be that your child isn't maybe getting the reassurance that they need. And what happens is that the whole thing just escalates so when you've got um, a child with an injury it's very important that you get good advice early on and it, it it's not um, it's not wrong to go and seek out somebody who's experienced working with children who can give you good sensible advice about how you can help your child to overcome their fears and how you can work with your child in the early stages to sort of encourage and gently coach them and move them through what often is a very traumatic phase. Um, as a clinician, I've worked extensively with children, and I know that um, it's extremely difficult, even for a clinician, to know how much um pain is an acceptable outcome um, but it can be that that for some children really they get very scared very worried very upset um, they've never had pain before and very fearful to move and it and it might even be that as a parent and I know I've done this before now um, you maybe give them a little bit of support and almost sort of encourage them to feel um, that, that it, they shouldn't move. Um, and it's very difficult to know whether you should be encouraging your child to move, to rest, to be active. Um, it's a very difficult decision to make on your own. And one of the things that I would say is that, that especially in children, it's very important to get in important to get good advice in the early stages and it's very important you go to see someone who's used to working 
uh, with children with soft tissue, bony trauma problems. And that person does need to be able to acknowledge that your child is in pain and is fearful, but that actually the recovery in the early stages can be assisted greatly by doing probably the one thing that your child doesn't feel like doing, um, which is moving. And as I've already said, this is a very difficult thing to be able to advise. None of the information that I'm giving out is medical information. This is really just guidelines. It's guidelines for you to know as a parent, um, should you rest? Should you encourage your child to rest? Should you keep them off school? Should you um, allow them to sit on the settee and not move? If they say it really hurts, should you be encouraging them to move? Um, these are very difficult things for parents because your natural instinct as a, as a parent is going to be wanting to uh, protect and support your child. But at the same time, it may be that the thing that you need to do is to encourage them, your child to actually um, be moving. So in the early stages with children, it's, it's very important that um, if you have a child who's been injured and it seems to be a relatively straightforward injury, um, but your child is complaining of a lot of pain, that uh, not only do you consider whether your child might need additional pain um, support, so in other words, some medication to help them with the pain, but also that you seek advice from someone who is experienced working with children to encourage your child um, to actually overcome their fears because if they don't move um, an affected limb, there is more possibility that they are going to go on and develop problems than if they do move the affected limb. So in terms of research, when I've looked into the research, there is really no evidence to show that um, in the early stages of something like CRPSing, um, when someone is beginning to start to show early signs, that if they move, this is going to make the condition worse. But there is every evidence to show that if you don't move in these early stages, that the problem is going to get worse. But you're not expected to do this on your own. You're expected to get some support. Now, as I've already said, as a parent of two children, I know that there have been times when my children were growing up when they had injuries. And had I not known what I now know about working with children, I wouldn't have known how to have dealt with their problems. And I've worked extensively with children. I was physio for uh, GB diving, in fact, and I work with a lot of the youngsters with diving. Um, I've worked extensively with youngsters through my involvement with GB judo and rowing. And I've also worked at a private school, a public school, where I used to work with the sort of 13-year-olds. And I know that when I've worked with those youngsters, that it is a very different way of working. 
behind all this comes the importance of knowing that the problem that the child is presenting with, your child is presenting with, isn't something else. Because I think any parent is going to be worried that maybe you're missing something, that maybe the pain that your child is reporting is a sign that there is something that's been missed. Um, and so it's really important that you um, you get advice if you're really worried about the problem that your child is presenting with, that you get some advice from your GP, um, your uh, if you can if you can go swiftly to a rheumatologist privately or something, but what's important is that even when those things are going on, it is important to get guidance and advice from someone who's going to take a really practical, grounded view of how you can actually help your child to make changes and help you to understand what's going on, because it, it may be that it could be quite distressing to watch your child in pain. Um, it may be quite distressing for you to um, almost feel as if you're forcing your child to move through this pain. And sometimes working with clinicians who are used to working with children, used to paediatric cases, used to um, supporting could mean that you can position yourself um, in a slightly different way. You're not expected to be the one who has to, um, I won't say force, but really support your child to move. Um, it, sometimes having somebody to work with you to actually enable you to be mum or dad Um and to, do, to have that backing and support to be able to say, yes, you have got to do these things because this is what's going to help you get better. Um, it, it can be very beneficial. And also, if you as a parent need to know what's going on, it may be you need to know a lot about the condition that your child doesn't need to know. So if they're quite young, if they're five, six, seven, eight years old, 10 years old, um, it may be that they need, don't need to know, um, you know, that if they don't get this limb working, then they might have a problem long term, etc. Um, it, it's not necessarily of benefit for, for a youngster to be even more scared. And, and the reason that I'm putting this like this is because actually as a parent, I know how hard it can be when you've got your own child who's got problems um, but certainly if you've got a child with what seems to be the early signs of CRPSing get help early and what I would suggest you look out for is a clinician who has worked with children successfully with children with this kind of problem um, I've worked with a number of Children who've had um, all sorts of small injuries and found it extremely difficult to begin to start to use or move their limb after an injury have been very scared after a, a trampolining accidents or just a trip over and a broken limb or um, twisting their knees, skiing or playing football or 
is something to do with growing pains or whatever. And really there is a way of working with children and you need to have somebody who's experienced with working with children when you have got the early signs of what I call CRPSing. If you're not sure what I mean by the early signs, then, as I've already said, listen to the previous podcast that I made. And if you're not sure whether something could help you, then do get in touch with me. As I say, my name's Jill Wigmore Welsh. I'm the Director and Clinical Lead for Modern Pain Care UK. I'm based in uh, London and the south of England. We take on cases in the London and the south of England and um, can be contacted through the website modernpaincare.co.uk and also via Facebook Messenger. There is a phone number on my website if you want to get in touch with us. And... um, I look forward to giving you some support. If you need some information or advice, don't hesitate to get in touch. Take care.